Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Wait, you had a wasp in the house? Like, wait. happy birthday to you. Can we not do this right happy now? Happy birthday to you. Don't make me sing you. with you now. Happy Ooh. birthday, c Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, babe. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hello, sisters. Welcome to episode 14. It's my birthday today. He's 29 years old. Yes. And I appreciate every year. And I think I appreciate all the birthday wishes on Instagram and everybody so far. So let's just do today's episode. I mean, yeah, today we are doing an episode that Sirak is, oh, is a master at. It's of, a perfect birthday episode, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. It's going to be one of the best episodes by far, I think. One of the best top three. It's we're gonna, it's going to be about Exercise. how to work out for PCOS and weight loss. Yes. So we've always talked about how, you know, doing uh, certain exercises and different methods, you know, has an impact on your PCOS management and it can actually be detrimental. We're going to go over those kinds of things and, and why um, some forms of working out are better than others yes and some of you may be at the gym right now listening to us in your headphones yeah and we appreciate it and we're here to guide you on your before i start today. yeah before i start i have to give a shout out to Tallinn. thank you for the amazing gifts earlier i just Aww. opened them like maybe like half an hour ago or so um one of them though I, I i wanted to bring this up so i could like recommend it to the sisters Obviously, this is not an ad. I just got it as a gift. What was it called? Daily Harvest. Yes. Yeah, it was like a. It's like a. It looks like a smoothie company, but basically they send you the packages, in like a small box. Almost looks like a like a, a like cup. a yeah like a cup for like ice cream, but it's like decently sized and it's basically all the ingredients you need for your smoothie, including like let's say pineapple, cacao. A protein ashwagandha like yeah. other adaptogens are in there yeah. and there's like like possibly like i Italian was telling me they have like 10 to 20 like many different combinations and yeah. options i thought they were pretty low in sugar too because it's all natural sugar yeah yeah i still think some lower <clears throat> than others yeah some are lower than others but it's still like 10 to 20 grams of sugar but it's all coming from like like the banana that's in there like the chunks of bananas and like in some of them there's like you know dates you know all of these have natural sugar but the important thing is there's no added sugar yeah if you like to have smoothies in the morning and you want to mix things up i think this well that's why i got it for you because you wanted to you were sick of your smoothie yeah you add your protein powder and your nut butter to it and your like high protein milk and you add that pcos component Mm -hmm. to it but this is like the flavor the bulk of it you know what i mean yeah the other thing that Talian got me, which I really liked, was the, it's called a Sorite um, thing. I don't know what to call thing. it. So imagine <laughs> like a foam, foam roller, but this is like taking it to the next step. It's like. It's pretty cool. If you Google Sorite, P-S-O, and then write R-I-T-E, you'll see what that, what that looks like. But it's like, a, it looks like a V-shaped thing you put on the ground and then like the two ends really hit your back nicely and like any other muscle like areas it's really good for like getting rid of 
tension in the back, getting rid of scar tissue. And I, I always wanted one. Talia got it for me. Thank you, babe. Yeah. This whole thing sounds like an ad, I feel like. I know. We sound like we're doing ads, but we're not. But I'm just happy. <laughs> like, you know when you're like a little kid or like you, you get gifts and you're like, and you know, this does this. And if you press <laughs> this button, it opens up the trunk in the back. <laughs> ka, 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 ka. This, this is how I feel right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything, any gift that we buy each other is usually revolving around health. Like last year, I got you and I um a day at a float tank oh yeah remember this is this was like a tank of water with tons of salt Mm -hmm. in it and it's like a pod basically and you lay in it float and then they close it and you put like you know buds in your ear so that the salt water doesn't get in your ear not bugs buds right i thought you said bugs for a second bud yeah buds and you're like cotton or whatever and it's not cotton like it's it's black it's pitch black they turn yeah. off the lights imagine you're, you're floating like floating yeah. in this tank you're not touching anything <laughs> you're not moving for like an hour it's what's it called zero sense sensory um something some, yeah it's basically supposed to get rid of all your senses so when you're sitting in this tank you can't see you can't feel really because you're, the water is the temperature of your skin so it just feels like you're floating like you don't know where your fingers end and where the water starts because it's the same temperature yeah. And then there's like a bunch of like uh, Epsom salt in there. So you're getting all this magnesium and like uh, it's really beneficial for your muscles to like to absorb that, to recover and for your energy levels going forward, like in the next couple of days and weeks. And like the really other beneficial thing is like it's for like it's a meditative, meditative like. Yeah, it was like a one too. hour. Yeah, meditation. one hour. You're in the dark. You can't smell, see and you just like like quiet (laughs) yeah you're focusing on yourself and you're just like meditating and like silence balancing i love it and like it's always just great to like do things like this to recover your body and like make sure you're caring about yourself even if it's like one thing a day it's that's that's a good place yeah i mean working out is an example mm-hmm. going in the sauna after your workout is an example mm-hmm. yeah. of like self-care and taking a moment to to like just come back down from for sure the hype of the whole day and everything that you have to do mm-hmm. i love it well your birthday is next week that's oh the gosh. funny thing talian and i birthdays are one week apart i'm a simple woman yeah so, <laughs> you don't need to get me anything it's annoying that my birthday is first because you could like basically hit me up with like bam 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 why don't you follow up on that now oh, no now i gotta like freaking it's revenge season now until next do you week. want me to tell you what i want on this podcast uh no 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 it's gonna be too much pressure and then if i don't get it then people are asking oh how come you didn't get that because i found something better but it's not a thing it's an experience salsa dancing i know oh he knows anyways <laughs> we'll see okay this gets now oh <laughs> let's get now into our <laughs> let's transition topic, into yeah. working out is salsa dancing a workout it can be Anyways. So working out for PCOS and PCOS weight loss. Now, like we've been talking about for uh, for a while now that intense workouts uh, are not really uh, recommended for for PCOS workouts. Time to true. Yeah. Start with. I mean, some of the oftentimes why. we leave the doctor's office feeling like we have to do whatever it takes to get this weight off. And we're so determined. And they said, just lose weight. Okay, now let's hop on the treadmill and never get off until all the pounds mm-hmm. shed. Okay, I've been there. I'm sure many of you have. 
even like Orange Theory, cycling, um, kickbox. I, I did all of these kickboxing, whatever these high intensity, mm-hmm. long exercises for you know it's a lot of intensity the whole time. Um, basically, pump sugar into your bloodstream, yeah. and you're supposed to burn it during the workout, but you can't because we don't have good cell metabolism. Yeah. And to make it clear, like I know we say intense workouts, it's hard to understand what that is, maybe intense or so we're talking about you're running, but you're not only running, you're going above your steady heart rate, you're pushing your heart rate to where you're like, you're breathing harder, like, (sighs) you're having a hard time controlling your breath. Those are the moments where your body realizes that you're having a hard time breathing. And then it pumps all these stress hormones like cortisol and tells your body, all right, it's fight or flight time. Let's do this. And And you perform better because of it. However, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, women with PCOS, it's not, uh, it's harder to manage those stress hormones. So you're not able to balance the cortisol levels back down after your workout. Yeah. So instead, your uh, stress levels are increased for a longer period of time. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, this um, creates more inflammation and creates weight gain, weight plateau. And then you get mood issues. Mood issues. Mm-hmm. You don't, you feel tense, almost like you've had too much caffeine. Yeah. It's because it's like stress. And like it just has a, a worse impact for your PCOS and you explained that so well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> if you're on the treadmill listening to this podcast, get off. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> one thing though, I I actually wouldn't recommend treadmill like those electric treadmills because when you're on a treadmill, you're not really running. What you're doing is the treadmill is like this this thing that's moving and you're just jumping in position. So like it's not like you're pushing the ground and jumping in the like jumping a little bit in the air to go forward. You're not moving your body. You're literally tapping the floor up and down, up and down as the floor underneath you is moving. Mm. Second, you could still run um if you if you want to run, do steady state. So meaning you're going at a steady um speed and your heart rate is controlled the whole time and you can do this for a lot longer than you could an intense workout because your stress levels won't increase like a if, jog yeah like a jog mm-hmm. if you're keeping it at a, at a at a steady rate i like that a short jog mm-hmm. sounds yeah. lovely yeah it does sound lovely i like to go on walks uphill walks yeah Uphill is good, too, because you're engaging the the thigh quads, the quads and the thighs more. And you're really um, making the muscles work more when you're just going up a hill versus like um, straight or even downhill too. downhill actually engages more muscles. It's a yeah, you don't realize. But when you go downhill, it engages more muscles because your body is now has to balance and hold your weight back up down at the same time. It's a lot more muscles engaged. Yeah. Does it hurt your knees? So running on concrete can uh, hurt your knees and joints like ankles. I always recommend like to run run on grass. It's really better because the the impact is absorbed by the grass and isn't come back. It, it doesn't hit back on your joints. Mm. Whereas like you know that's what's what happens on cement. You're like com- always running and the, that impact is just like jolts your joints. I've seen runners um, run barefoot on grass before. Yeah. yeah, like the barefoot portion is really good for functional stuff because like sometimes shoes, it's it's because like it's this thing surrounding your foot. It doesn't give your foot the 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 flex, um, the flexing it needs to like engage certain muscles. So because like a lot of times with these Nike shoes, the soles are created in such a way 
where it like disengages like maybe like some of your functional muscles in the foot so as a, yeah as is a result that is that people are barefoot lifting weights yeah yes so when at you're barefoot or you have like a flat sole your bot your feet are able to like stick to the ground better instead of a raised sole so when you're working out you want something like lifting like not necessarily lifting shoes but they're also called like functional workout shoes and like it'll really help you like just work out better without um having things like plantar fasciitis 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 yeah so plantar fasciitis if you have that um many times it can be resolved by changing your soul by getting a custom soul so i highly recommend if you're suffering from that foot pain my mom just got that and i recommended the same thing to her she put it and now her foot is like completely completely healed and like i've heard the same thing from so many people so before we go way off track with shoes and soles yeah, and stuff, let's go. what workouts do we recommend, babe? Like why? So we're saying don't do intense workouts. Yeah. So what like do we, we said, you know, those intense workouts, just going, I want to reiterate this so that we can, you know, once you know this knowledge is power, you can apply better workout mm-hmm. routines and see better results and feel better. So again, when you have PCOS and you're doing these crazy workouts and you're pumping the stress hormones and and sugar into your bloodstream so you can burn it during that workout, mm-hmm. you because we have impaired cell metabolism and you're trying to heal that, we're not able to burn that sugar during that workout. And instead, our weight stays the same and plateaus or sometimes it even goes up, which is what yeah. happened to me when I was running a lot mm-hmm. or kickboxing a lot. And um, it's like really discouraging and you might not even want to work out anymore. Like you just want to give up after several years of this. Yeah. And it's unbelievable because everyone is like, work out more and cycling yeah. and go, it go, go. It takes so much out of you and then you don't yeah. see results. And you feel like, oh, forget this. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, people, I don't blame you if you're discouraged. And mm-hmm. oftentimes that happens with PCOS. There's so many um, part t- times during your like my 10 year period of time that I was trying to figure out what to do for PCOS there were so many moments where I was like I just want to give up like what is even gonna work like nothing anyone says is working for me you know yeah yeah but you know again don't give up keep it Mm -hmm. pushing and yeah PCOS friendly workouts yeah and what what is that that basically entails um now adding weighted exercises into your routine so Yes. What you want to do. Pick up the weights. Yeah, exactly. Pick up the weights. And now let's do some weighted exercises instead of doing those intense workouts. Now, one thing that Talia like always suggests on her Instagram is by first starting uh, with the legs, like th- specifically thigh workouts. Exactly. So that really targets insulin resistance. Yeah. When you're doing the thigh workouts, because it's the biggest muscle in your body, your thigh you're picking up the sugar in your bloodstream, burning it and making it into muscle instead of doing like a long run where you'd be dumping sugar into your bloodstream Mm -hmm. and not being able to burn it because of impaired cell metabolism. And the more muscle you have, the less insulin resistant you will be. Mm -hmm. So this goes hand in hand with diet change and all of these things. Like just the way you're working out can have impact. Yeah. So focusing on your legs is a great start because as Tanya mentioned, it's the biggest muscle. So you're going to have a big impact on picking up that sugar from your bloodstream. So going into that, though, another reason you you, you want to focus on your lower body strength is because 
this is going to have a huge impact on your health as you get older. So one of the biggest impacts uh, on mortality, meaning like how long we live and our, our health when we're older, is your lower body strength. Now, why is this? Now, this is where it gets really interesting. I love this. Tell us the juice. So as you get older, it's really important that you get up from your from where you're sitting, right? You want to move. However, as you get older, that becomes harder and harder to do. To do. Now we all know we all have grandmas, grandpas. I'm sure. Where as they got older, unfortunately, we saw them like they had a hard time getting up, right? So what would happen? You would always see them sitting down and enjoying the party, and like they would be smiling, but like they would just be sitting most of the time. So like, why is that? It's because it was hard for them to get up and walk around, and most likely because their lower body strength was never that strong because you know they didn't think about that. Now we know more. So like research has shown that when you do have lower body strength, like stronger lower body strength, as you get older, people live longer because you'll be more prone to standing up, to to walking. And this just by standing up, you're going to be doing more exercising just by walking because you're going to be burning more calories. You're going to be healthier. And that alone, without trying, has a huge impact on your health. So just keep that in mind. Sisters, is to, as you get older, just Make sure your your like uh, squats and your lower lower body workouts are consistent along with the rest of your body. What are some lower body workouts we should do? And before you launch into your great exercise uh, mm-hmm. recommendations, let's rewind and remember that time that I tried to do the one legged. Um, <laughs> tr- remember when we were recording and one of the workout moves. And you'll see this in the sisterhood. It's actually going to be posted in one of the workout yeah. videos where oh, with the I chair? had to stand, stand like sit in a chair and stand up on one leg. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is? I know. I had no so idea. <laughs> like I thought I had muscular legs and I think I do, but like maybe our chair is just deep and like Yeah. Well, lower. it's harder than you think. I mean, it was hard. And, and I did it like in front of you like 10 times. I was like, this, just like this, babe. Like, and you're like, I can't do it. <laughs> you, you guys, you have to try this. It engages everything. Your thigh, your back, your butt. Everything yeah. it sh- is hilarious yeah. too. Like we should explain. So this this is a whole like. So basically, let's get into like what workouts you can do for lower body. Well, squats is like one of the basic fundamental ones. But so we did a whole workout series only using a chair. We wanted to make it like easy and simple for anybody to just start doing leg workouts. So this is a video right now yeah. that that we're making for the sisterhood where it's uh you're just using one chair and you can do your whole uh, leg, leg workout routine. using that. And the, t- the workout that Talia is talking about is she sits, you're sitting down just like you would, but you put one leg off the ground. So let's say you put your right leg above the ground. You can, you can see me doing this right now on the video. No, I'll just do it right now. <laughs> oh my God. So you put one leg off the ground and using just the left leg to stand up, you basically stand up. Can you do that? Oh, wow. Just like that. Of course you can. <laughs> so... You do this for, you know, however many reps and sets recommended. And, like, it really, after a while, it starts burning. And, like, it's a great workout. But Tanya couldn't do it. I did. At first. She at did it, first. but she, she had to warm up. I had to warm up to it. Which I is was totally like, Whoa, fine. what's happening? Which is totally fine. The whole point of, like, the, the number one thing I love about, like, uh, weighted exercises, like weightlifting in general for me, is the progression and getting better. When you can't do a certain weight, 
even if like lightweight, like there's certain exercises where it took me a while to do even 10 pounds because they're like, you're working on these like important muscles. And when you see that progression, it makes you feel amazing. Like, Oh, look it what really I just did. Does. As you increase your weight mm-hmm. and you get stronger and stronger, you start yeah. feeling like, yes, I'm doing something, yeah. you know? And just so you guys know, we're not recommending like weightlifting or like bodybuilding. Like you can do that if you, if, if that's what you, you want to do. Yeah. But like, we're just talking about like doing like 10 to 15 pounds, sometimes lighter, sometimes a little bit heavier. But the whole point is to engage the muscles, not like, you know, gain a yeah. tremendous amount of muscle. Or if something. you're afraid that you might get, to quote unquote bulky by doing weightlifting Mm -hmm. listen to this the reason why you know you may feel like you're starting to look more bulky when you do intense workouts and i felt this way when i was doing kickboxing and it's because when you're pumping a stress hormone called dhea into your bloodstream it's like this it acts the same as testosterone and that starts making you get symptoms of having high testosterone including looking bulkier including facial hair acne mm-hmm. getting worse and hair fallout and and um things like that so the reason why these pcos friendly workouts don't trigger that stress hormone dhea or or like blood sugar issues which contribute to high testosterone is because they're slower Mm -hmm. and we have 60 second rests in between sets which bring your stress hormones back down and then you do the next set and you're breathing throughout and you're not like totally out of breath dying like while you're doing the workout pushing yourself Mm -hmm. to the limit this you're healing your hormones during the workout like it's not about calories and like burning the most and sweating the most Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're sustaining those hormones at a perfect level. So after your workout, you don't feel like it's anything is too high or too low. Exactly. And going into that, let's talk about some of the research behind this. So the research actually shows that your metabolism stays higher after a weighted exercise versus a cardio exercise. So what does that mean? It means after your workout, hours after your workout, your metabolism is actually still higher than it normally would be as if you did a cardio workout. That's awesome because we're trying to heal cell metabolism. Yeah. To to lose weight. For exactly. PCOS. Yeah. So one of the one of the um, side effects or symptoms of PCOS is the slower cell metabolism. So just yeah. doing this alone is already helping your PCOS exactly. work. PCOS uh, symptoms. So another um, fact is that. Um, oh wait, actually, I should mention. So the research that showed you burn. Um, more calories or more um, your metabolism is higher after a workout if you do a weighted workout some you some cases have shown that for 38 hours the metabolism was higher versus cardio it's more than a day yeah 38 hours it's crazy yeah and sisters often too, too off too much. tell us more <laughs> sisters often tell us um ask me when can i incorporate cardio again if i'm like you know transitioning into weighted exercises and my answer is once you feel like you're ready to maybe after three months or something you can start reincorporating the cardio workouts that you like doing because um but you have to monitor your symptoms is is your weight still going down or like maintaining where you want it to be do you feel good are you fatigued afterwards you mm-hmm. would know best every body is different there may be someone listening out there that is not impacted by cardio the way that most of us are yeah. and so it's up to you to decide 
what you what's best for your body totally and then with cardio too you have to go really intense in order to lose weight and that's not yeah what, it's you know. like harder to so with cardio you can that's really the last thing we need yeah like the thing is with cardio you can you can burn more calories than than a weighted exercise in a in some in a certain amount of time but to do that you have to go really intense but as we mentioned that intense part is not good for pcos but you know, if if it works for you, you should continue to do it. But just be mindful of like those different symptoms, and um, just make sure you're doing the right thing for your body. Right. Um, I and another question that I often get, and I just thought of this because we're talking about cardio and stress hormones, is what about belly fat? People, mm -hmm. because that's where we accumulate our weight. Yeah. Oftentimes with PCOS, it's in our stomach area, and you know what happens is when you're pumping stress hormones, especially cortisol, you end up storing fat in your stomach area. And that's why, like, no matter how hard you cycle or work out, that your waist doesn't seem to be going mm -hmm. down. It's, it's all just going there. And yeah. I know the struggle is real. It, it is hard, I know. But the one uh, benefit of weighted exercise with, with that in regard is that so the when you have more muscle, it actually increases your metabolism as yeah. well. So and it, it, yeah, yeah, and this equals to, equals to resting metabolism being higher. So when you have a little bit more muscle, it's not just your metabolism is higher when you're working out, but it also um, it makes your resting metabolism higher. So when you're just sitting at your chair working or just watching TV, your metabolism is higher than it normally would have been maybe like four weeks ago when you weren't doing your weighted exercises. In fact, there was even another study done for 24 weeks where they did a study on uh, weighted exercises on, on women and men, and they saw that their, their metabolism, their resting metabolism specifically, for men increased by nine percent and for women increased by four percent that's great this in this alone imagine on a daily basis alone has a huge impact because as Tali mentioned earlier cell metabolism is lower because of pcos and this has an impact on other symptoms mm -hmm. give us a couple of moves that we can do in home mm -hmm. maybe you can explain it through the podcast yeah we like three moves that you could get started on in terms of weighted exercises. Okay, I love it. So, first things first, you don't need much. You could work out at home as long as you have like adequate space. So, if, if you can go to like a big five or Walmart, any store, Amazon, Amazon <laughs> get like five, I would, recommend, I would recommend getting like five, eight. ten, and then maybe an eight pounder. So like two fives and two ten pounders like dumbbells. So now when you're at home, you could you could now basically do all like the basic workouts. And if you don't want to get dumbbells, you don't have to either. So first, the, the uh, biggest fundamental you want to start with is squats. I know like that's like the workout that everybody knows, but, but it's fundamental. It's a fundamental one. And if you don't use weights at first, that's fine, but yeah. plan on eventually building enough muscle. So you do use weights. Cause that's also so important to build muscle. That's yeah. the whole, like building the muscle is the point. If you're not losing, if you're not using weights and you're just like doing the move over and over again, and yeah. not like getting a little bit sore afterwards, it's not doing its job. Yeah, I mean, you can even grab something in your kitchen or like in the living room, water in the bedroom, bottle. find something in the house. <laughs> a gallon water bottle. And just like 
put it over your head. Let's not get it to fall and hit your head, obviously. <laughs> and just like you know, do the exercise. But for okay, basically, I you. no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You brought up some great points. Mm-hmm. So basically, start with squats. Now, it's, squats are really important. Why? Because not only is it engaging your legs, your glutes, it's also working out your abs, your back, your shoulders. Because when you keep this weight up and your back up as you squat down and up, your body has to like hold itself and balance itself. And the only way it's doing that is by engaging your back and your core to keep everything up. So that's why doing your squats is, is like already a great start for your entire body. Yeah. Your body's going to be like, holy crap, what are we doing? Let's do this. So next, you want to focus a little bit more on your upper body because if you're trying to lose, like like uh, we mentioned with PCOS, you can uh, you know develop more fat in your in the belly section and, and it's harder to get rid of that. So you still want to focus a little bit more on the upper body too to make sure you're you know proportionally working out the entire body. But don't forget when you work out your legs, you're still gonna be able to lose like weight everywhere. It's by working out the legs, it's gonna yeah. pull energy and resources from the entire body not just like where you're working it out exactly so for upper body you want to focus on your back because your back you know composes like most of the muscle in your upper body along with your chest so doing stuff like i i always recommend trying to like pull yourself up on a bar i know it's really hard to do i've been trying to um help time do that but the reason why it is, <laughs> I mean, think about it. You're hanging off a cliff and you need to survive. What? You need to pull yourself that is up. That's never going to happen. Well, you need to be prepared for this. <laughs> anyway, starting slowly by even like just put, uh, putting your feet on the ground and pulling yourself up, just using just using your arms and your back is great to develop those back muscles. Some people don't have something yeah. to pull themselves up at home. What do you think they should do for like an upper body workout? Well, that's okay. That, that's okay. You can still do an uh, upper uh, back workout or back workout by uh, doing stuff like dumbbell rows, where you know you're. Oh yeah, I like those. Yeah, dumbbells. Like you're facing dumbbell rows. Yeah, you're 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 facing down. You can always Google these things, dumbbell rows, and you'll know you'll see it based on the video what it is. But I'll do a quick one on the podcast right now. Go like this. Put your body like that. Bend over. Boom. Grab the weights. Grab the weight. Pull them up. Just like, like you're this. pulling up grocery bags. Yes, pulling up grocery bags or the kids. And squeeze your back. Do not throwing anything in this workout. He always wants to throw something, I swear. But <laughs> it's a great staple workout for your back. It will really develop those lats, the middle traps. But okay, I mean, what's there's the third one. Give okay. us another one. There are uh, short... I say the chair one should be the third one. Yeah, so stand up one on one leg from yeah, a chair. Yeah, starting by um, standing up from a chair with one leg is great. That worked so many muscles, you know. My favorite, not just my leg, like yeah, everything. I know. Another favorite is Belgian lunges. You Which know, one was that? That's where you put one foot behind you on oh, like yeah. a raised surface and you, you squat down and up like a lunge. That's a good one. That's a great one for lower body. You can do ch- always do chest presses laying on the ground so i highly highly recommend you don't do like chest like any press from a bench instead you lay flat on the floor and so when i say a chest like press or a fly i'm talking about when you're laying back on the on the floor and you're pressing up with your with your arms you know it's great for your shoulders it's great for your chest and as i mentioned this is a big portion of your upper body so you want to work that out 
just with like low weights, like five to 10 pounds. But doing it on the ground is, is really beneficial because it prevents injuries. Your elbow stops when it touches the ground and can't go behind your back. When you go when it goes behind your back on a bench, mm-hmm. what that does, it is opens up your ch- uh, shoulders to injury. So now you're impinging your rotator cuff, you're stretching it back out, and it's going to eventually, if you go too heavy or maybe do the wrong movement, it's going to injure that area. I know it's happened to me when I was a lot younger. I've had um, shoulder, I mean, uh, rotator cuff injuries. Luckily, like not like, uh, um, too severe where I needed surgery or anything. I just needed to like, you know, rehab myself over here, but I learned, I've learned, and I haven't had any injuries for the last like five to seven years. How do you choose weights? I'm sure sisters are wondering, it's Mm -hmm. like, where do you start? How do you know it's the right weight for you? And it's not too low and it's not too high. I love this great question. Should ask these questions. I know the answer. I just want you to say the answer to everyone. Okay, so with uh, with weights, let's say the workout is recommending. So, like with our workouts, we say do three sets, ten repetitions each. That means you're gonna do ten times for that one set, right? So if it's like a squat, you're gonna do ten squats. Okay. All right, that's one set. Let me let me rest one minute. On to the next set. Let me do ten more squats. So how to pick the weight is you want to pick a weight where you can only do 10 squats. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? If you grab 10th one, yeah, you're done. Yeah. You're like, you want to drop the weights. Yeah. So like you do one, you're doing one, two. Okay. This is fairly, fairly easy. I can do this. Three. All right. It's getting a little harder. (laughs) Five. All right. I feel the sweat. Seven. Oh man. All right. Two more. Nine. (laughs) All right. All right. One more. Come on. 10. All right. Drop the weights. Perfect. 60 second rest afterwards yeah so oh go ahead baby. so i mean do you remember when we did this for the first time and the 60 second rest i was like okay now let's do jumping jacks and i know I was you like, don't want to rest circuit workout it was the first time i introduced you to so it so funny you want to do some sort of circuit or some hit Amateur training or hour something over there i was like no time just this is time to rest and take it easy yeah it's like meditating while you're working out mm-hmm. yeah slow movements you know, you're you're feeling mm-hmm. the burn. You're breathing always you're at breathing a steady rate, feeling it. You're pausing. Yeah. You're having a conversation with your partner and then, yeah, <laughs> then that's you're a good continuing. Part. <laughs> yeah, that's the good part when you work out together. You get to have a conversation through the to the rest times. But yeah. not too much or else then the workout takes too long. Yeah. Ugh, we've learned our lesson. I know. Sometimes we, we, like, we'll talk too much during break times about like, oh, we should do this or that. And then like, oh, we, we waited 30 seconds too long. Let's go back. And then, I you know, know. It and then it up. adds up in the workouts an hour long instead of 45 <laughs> minutes. By the way, you don't need to work out that long. It could yeah. be 30 minutes. You're good. Like mm-hmm. as long as you're doing weights and you're doing it all properly. Yeah. You can do it in 30 minutes. When we had the, we had like a four week meal and workout plan. And in that workout plan, there was like four workouts, three to four workouts per week. And each workout was only 30 minutes. It could be yeah. longer if you wanted to make it longer. But it was only about 30 minutes. And yeah. so many people saw results. We have testimonials of people losing weight and just saying Amazing. that like this is like completely, completely changes the way they looked at how to work out. So just know 30 minutes is not too little. We have proof that 30 minutes is all it takes <laughs> seriously and that course is coming back in yeah, may yeah it'll come back in may right before the summer so you know you guys can um enroll back in that but so going back to picking weights as i mentioned pick weight where whatever the the repetition is 
it's gonna you're gonna stop right at that end if it's you're if gonna it's be too, too tired yeah. to go on yeah. after if it's the too last light one. by the way it's okay let's say your first set oh this was too light i could do like five more five more of these that's okay do finish maybe, your yeah finish that then... one on the next set increase the weight or maybe vice versa lower it whatever the case is exactly so I think we covered the frequently asked questions yeah for working out don't you think sure I mean, if, if anyone has any more questions, you can DM it to us. Yeah, that's true. But also, um, don't forget with weighted workouts, you you always want to self care your body. So Afterwards, make yeah, yeah, making sure you're stretching properly and things like yoga. Yoga is great to get rid of like um, what's it called? Uh, scar tissue. Scar tissue. Yeah, scar tissue like fascia. Fascia, all that develops from sitting, from working out, from anything you do in life. So you want to always mas- like get a massage maybe or a yoga itself is great. Yoga will like as you stretch, it will really help get rid of like those, those kinds of tissues that develop. This is the best part. You come home, you take your shower and then you get your foam roller out and you stretch. You watch TV. You just watch TV and relax. Yeah. And um, just a note about stretching. So that you, you want to make sure you stretch, right? Like this is not very, very known, but there's a difference between stretching. So there's static stretching and dynamic stretching. Tell us more. Yes, it sounds very exciting, doesn't it? So what's no static idea. and what's dynamic? Static stretching stra- Static stretching is when you're like sitting still and you're just stretching your, your arm, right? You're just like really stretching as deep as you can, you, but your body's staying still as you do it. Static dynamic stretching is imagine you're like moving your body around to warm it up so like let's say uh like if you're watching on the video i can like show you better than describing but imagine like instead of stretching your arm at once you're going like this you're just like kicking your arm out a little bit just to warm it up you know get it going get the muscles going so what's the difference what should we do so before you work out you don't do not want to do static stretching because when you do static stretching, you're re- you're stretching out the muscle too much, so it's losing blood, and you're um, it's almost like a rubber band. Let's say you're gonna use a rubber band. Do you want to stretch the heck out of it before you use it? No, because it takes the strength away. The same thing with working out. When you stretch out your muscles too much like that before a workout, you're losing the strength that you're gonna have in the workout itself, and it also causes a uh, um, makes you more prone to to injury so just like after the workout yeah so exactly babe perfect head on you want to do your static stretching after the workout because during the workout you're you're getting blood in all these muscles whatever you're working out when you every time you crunch it every time you squeeze it blood is rushing in so after your workout you want to get the blood out you want to stretch it let the muscles breathe let it start to recover. So you stretch it out nicely, statically after a workout. Maybe you're laying on the floor and you're putting your leg, you know, above or in front of you, and you're like holding your, uh, trying to reach your toes, something like that. Like static, slowly stretching those muscles out. Dynamic, where you're, you know, like doing these like jerk movements to like get get like blood into the muscle and things like that. You want to do it before your workout. So maybe like you're in the warm up area of the gym or at your house and you're just like, you know, like maybe just lightly moving your legs, 
you know, swinging your arms, rotating your shoulder, making sure that it's fluid, there's there's uh, blood in there, and it's not, like, cold. You know, you're not, like, starting up the engine and just going to 60 at once. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, now, I hope that was helpful. That was very helpful. Yeah, so... I hope you feel motivated to work out after yeah. this, to work out the way that will improve your PCOS symptoms rather than mm-hmm. make it more... Um, more inflamed and yeah. more difficult. The you tough know, part is, yeah, the tough part is that we're also addicted to that feeling of working oh, out hard right. and like feeling like that's the only way we can uh, lose weight because you get addicted to that feeling, that like rush yeah. feeling and you think, oh, this is the way I'm going to lose weight if I don't do this. If I don't feel this, then I don't. That I didn't adrenaline get that is addicting. Yeah, it's an addicting. So it's an addicting thing. It's not yeah. your fault, but like. But it, once you know that, then mm-hmm. you can say, you know what, forget yeah. this. Let me figure something that is going to give me results that I deserve for the effort I'm putting totally. in. The hard part is like changing that habit and making yourself not feel that way. Because all it takes is you to do that for one week or two weeks and you'll start to see results. So we hope we covered everything. If we didn't, just feel free to ask us in, on Instagram or in the comments anywhere. But now let's go to our win of the week. From our fellow sisters who are managing their PCOS like a boss. Yes, I have one from the sisterhood here. Mm -hmm. Um, Himal, I think that's her name. She says, hey, Talene, I joined the sisterhood last night after coming across your page about two months ago. I was so excited and couldn't believe my eyes when I saw the love you spread in the community. I couldn't sleep until 3 a.m. And now I'm so sleepy, (laughs) sleepy, but I just (laughs) wanted to let you know that I'm super excited on this journey. All this while I thought I could not manage PCOS. After joining Sisterhood, for some odd reason, I'm 100% sure I can do it with you guys. I was telling my very supportive husband how much I appreciate his support, but I just need that push, that go, that it's going to be all right from someone who went through the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Hence the Sisterhood. Coming from, yeah, and then, you know, it's a long message, but she says it means a lot to me. I don't know how to thank you for all the positivity and motivation. That's what we're here for, sisters. The motivation, the information Mm -hmm. for you to feel empowered and... Make you stay up all night because you're reading up up everything and you want to talk to everybody. Seriously. (laughs) No, but I love that. I've been there. Excited because I want to play video games while I stay up all night. (laughs) You're excited because you finally found something that makes sense that you can relate to. That's not telling you mm-hmm. to like, go, 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 work out, eat yeah. less, do and, this, try that, and crazy great, fat diets. Yeah, totally. And a great part of this, there's like a area for everybody. Like there's these different stages. Not everybody is at the same stage. Great part is we have like a different area, topic area yeah. for people to talk to. Like if you're in stage one or stage three, we have a group that you get together with and talk to each other and like, you know, have their same, have their same resources. There's different resources for in each, each type. Yeah. Um, stage yeah. of the sisterhood so if you're in stage one and you're newly diagnosed or you're in stage three and you just started going gluten-free or you're in stage four Mm -hmm. just started going dairy-free there's information in each stage to help you because you know like we always say one step at a time even when you go to the gym you don't have to be perfect exactly or even if you start the workouts at home it's just like one at a time yeah it just goes to pcos and working out you don't have to go and start going crazy right away you build yourself up you know so that's the same thing with the stages you want to start where you should start don't like just jump into it thinking you're gonna you have to do everything run at with once. everything yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a 
journey and you, you're gonna eventually you know get there all right sisters so, it was so nice chatting with it you. was it was <laughs> very nice and thank you for, again for all the birthday wishes and oh. all the sweet things you guys said to me today it, it makes me feel great and don't forget you can always reach us on instagram at pcos.weightloss our podcast one is at a sister and her mister you can watch this as well on YouTube. I did a lot of movements today. <laughs> You're definitely going to have to see some of that on YouTube. But we hope it was good. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.